Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have you ever been on a road trip and you just don't feel like stopping at another Cracker Barrel or maybe you want to find a healthier vegan or vegetarian option and maybe you want to just try something new while you're on the road? Well, I have the app for you. You probably already know about it, but if not, I have one of the founding members of the Happy Cow app joining me today. Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio, folks. But before I get started, I have to give a shout out to our sponsor, Clean Machine. Clean Machine provides the best line of clean vegan sports nutrition supplements on the planet. Right now, folks, through the end of the month of July of 2017, In celebration of their four-year anniversary, there's a huge BOGO sale going on. Buy one, get one over at cleanmachineonline.com. Again, that's cleanmachineonline.com and use the code LEANGREENBOGO4 for their four-year anniversary. LEANGREENBOGO4. This is a buy one, get one free offer, folks, and it includes any of their supplements. It does not include apparel and it's only valid for shipping in the U.S. So, uh, get on there, cleanmachineonline.com, and use the code LEANGREENBOGO4. I use all of their products. They are absolutely wonderful. Uh, the branch chain amino acids that I, I take before I go and work out, and then I put them in my smoothie afterwards, I, I wouldn't work out without them. They're they're just a wonderful addition to a training plan. So Lean Green Dad, or Lean Green Bogo 4 sorry, and uh, cleanmachineonline.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. We are proudly brought to you by the Parents on Demand Network, which is an app with tons of great parental podcasts. So make sure you go check them out over at parentsondemand.com. Also, I don't need to tell you so much to do at the beginning here, but if you are able to subscribe and review us in the iTunes store, it just means the world to us, uh, to me specifically, uh, and it really allows the show to keep going strong. So Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad to have you. My name's Corey. Uh, If it's your first time hearing us, then thanks. Thanks for tuning in and spending some time with me. We have a great guest. Um, You know, I'm a husband. I'm a father of three crazy kids and a plant-based athlete. And each week I get to talk to some of the most inspiring people that I can find to help me stay motivated, to stay fit, eat healthy, and really get the most out of life as a busy parent. For me, Finding time to work out and make healthy, quick meals for me and my family, all while trying to spend quality time together, is really difficult when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these folks that you'll take away some quick tips or maybe some gold nuggets that you can use in your life to keep you and your family going strong. Now, uh, as I mentioned, today we are talking to one of the founding members of Happy Cow. Have you you guys seen this? Have you used it? Do you have it on your phones? If not, you got to do it. Uh, Ken Spector is part of the Happy Cow team, and you probably know him from his awesome YouTube videos where he's exploring new and interesting vegan locations and restaurants and even interviewing some of the top name celebrities out there. He's been all over the place. Um, he's really wonderful to talk to, and I'm really excited for you to meet him. So let's get into it. 
It is my talk with Ken Spector from Happy Cow. Hey guys, what's going on? As I mentioned, we have Ken Spector from Happy Cow joining us today. Welcome to the show, Ken. Hey, how are you, Corey? I am doing awesome. I cannot thank you enough. I know that it took a while for us to get connected and you're busy out there in LA. Uh, so thank you so much for, for taking the time to, to speak with me. Sure, sure, my pleasure. So I love that Happy Cow's mission is to not only find, uh, you know, vegan and vegetarian food, but also to make it healthy food easier to find and more accessible. Was that kind of the mission behind everything that you guys, you know, did when you were starting Happy Cow? Was that kind of the, the, the reason that everything was started? Just healthy food as opposed to vegan. Uh, but even though the, the app is mostly run by vegans, right? Yes, yes. Initially, the site was started way back in 1999, and the mission was not actually to find healthy food. It was to find vegan food. Um, vegan food tends to be much healthier than other food. Not always, but uh, it does tend to be healthier. And so that's how the site started. So it was to uh, initially to help people on the web to find vegan restaurants around the world. I love it. And it's it's really easy to use, everyone. If you haven't downloaded this app yet, just search Happy Cow in the App Store or whatever device you use. You'll find it. It'll be able to help you find the closest vegan vegetarian restaurant possible. It was uh, wonderful for us as we were on a road trip. Um, you know, very recently we took a road trip to North Carolina. And, of course, North Carolina is incredibly vegan-friendly, uh, especially where we were at in Asheville. So, um, yes. but you know, there's there's wonderful little places that you might not have discovered even as you're on the major highway that you can stop off and have a nice pit stop as you continue going. So that, that's that been wonderful. Uh, the app is just so easy to use, guys. So check that out. Um, now, Ken, of course, you are vegan. And um, mm -hmm. your your personal journey to veganism, what, what was it for you that said, okay, this is, this is what I need to do. This is something that I need to change in my life. And uh, I'm, I'm going to move forward with this. Yeah, you know, I was eating healthfully, pretty healthfully in high school. My mom used to always feed us salads, and I remember getting salad bar in high school. So when I, let's see here, 26 years ago, I made the decision that every habit or everything that I was going to start doing at that time on a regular basis was going to be a habit for a lifetime. And I remember going to a bookstore. I was in Virginia at the time, Northern Virginia. I didn't know any vegans. I hadn't even heard the word vegan before. And there was a book called Fit for Life. And I remember picking it up and reading it. And it just made so much sense. I remember you know, one of the passages in the book said, you know, eat fruit in the morning, you're dehydrated. Uh, you get dehydrated as you're sleeping at night. So eat fruit in the morning. And fruit digests so much easier than meat. And, you know, it made a lot of sense. You know, I always loved animals uh, from the time I was very little. And I then made the decision that this made sense. And from then on, I was vegan. Um, I started off eating just pasta, marinara, low-fat sauce with low-fat sauce. And it was it was really difficult. I remember doing that for about six months what? Um, before I oh moved my out gosh. to L.A. Yeah, for <laughs> about, about L.A. I did it pretty much every day. That's what I had for lunch. And then I would eat my baby fruit in the morning and then pasta marinara for lunch. I had no idea what I was doing. There were no Aww. vegan restaurants that I know of. There were no vegetarian restaurants. I knew no vegans. 
it, it, it wasn't the easiest process in the world to become vegan at that time. Wow. It, it makes sense. Um, this is how many years ago you said? 26 years ago. I'm 26 years ago now. Holy cow. That's incredible. Yeah. Yes. Long time ago. And fast and, forward uh, to, to today. You're not eating uh, pasta and marinara for lunch today, right? Uh, today, I'm not. No, no. I, <laughs> in fact, I very rarely eat pasta marinara anymore. I do like it, but I just don't eat it very much anymore. I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, though, a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. So was the most difficult part at the beginning for you that was just, just knowing exactly what to eat and where to where to find it for sure? I mean, it, there was nothing back 26 years ago like Happy Cow that would tell you. I mean, there weren't even there phones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. There wasn't a World Wide Web. I mean, I'd been on the Internet a couple of times in college, but there was no World Wide Web at that time. There was no Happy Cow at that time. There was no place to find vegan restaurants. In fact, I would say that if I were to have asked pretty much anyone in Virginia what a vegan is, nobody would even know. I don't think I knew what it was, but I did know that uh, fruits and vegetables were good for me. I was always told that as a child, and this book you know, was a compelling book, and there I was, the lonely vegan in Virginia. <laughs> well, and now, of course, being a, one of the founding members of Happy Cow and being involved from the very beginning, um, you you get a chance to interview some interesting folks. And some of those in the past, they've been you know, celebrities, uh, authors, you name it. And uh, I, I wanted to ask you, what, what was the most interesting, and, and I say interesting because that can mean a lot of different things, the most sure. interesting interview that you've had with a, a vegan celebrity. Okay, uh, with a vegan celebrity. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, let's see here. Let me see. Emily Deschanel, Moby. I'm trying to think of like what made something more interesting. Well, you know, I was always a fan of Moby growing up, so it was interesting uh, meeting Moby for my first time and interviewing him. And then he actually invited Eric and I to dinner at Little Pine, his restaurant. He ate dinner with us. I thought that was really cool. That was no much way. later on. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, talking to him was interesting. Let's see, Daryl Hannah. Um, you know, I'll probably have to say Moby just because it was um, he was one of the first vegan celebrities who I interviewed who I actually re was really enamored by. I really absolutely loved his music. So yeah, that was that was probably it. But there was another interview, and you can actually watch it on YouTube. It was with Matt Damon, who's by no means a vegan, but he did try, and you can sort of see how I I. Uh, Got him to think a little bit about veganism on our YouTube channel. Uh, I, I thought that was really interesting because he runs an organization called Water.org, and I tried to make the connection between water usage and meat consumption. And then I challenged him a little bit, and uh, you know, and uh, the response is you could say priceless. Ooh, I'll have to check that out. Is that on your yeah. YouTube channel? Yes, it is. Yes, it I'll is. We'll search Matt Damon and uh, and Matt Damon uh, and Ken Specter or Matt Damon and Happy Cow. Yes. There we go. Oh, my gosh. Well, you are out in Los Angeles, and yep. in L.A., it's a little bit easier to be vegan than it is in other places. I don't know, some you know random place like North Dakota or something like that. Yeah, but, um, right. you sure. know, talk to me about, you know, when, when you are traveling, what are, what are some of your top tips or, or your number one tip when you are traveling other than, I mean, obviously using the Happy Cow app to, to help you mm -hmm. find where you're going, but what are what are some of those tips that you have when you're traveling, even you know when you're out of the out of the country that sure, you can sure. share with some of our folks? Yeah, assume nothing. Just assume <laughs> nothing. And when I say assume nothing, uh, I've traveled many countries. I was in many countries last year on a speaking tour, 
And I ended up last year in Mexico. I've been to Mexico many times. And I went to a Japanese restaurant and I ordered the vegetable roll. Now, I've ordered vegetable rolls at Japanese restaurants so many times. And I ended up uh, just ordering the vegetable roll. In fact, there was a picture of the vegetable roll on the menu. And I figured, oh, great. You get an item. Comes out, there's this white stuff in the vegetable roll. There was rice, the vegetables, the nori, and some white stuff. I asked what it was, and it was queso. It was cheese. Cheese in a, uh, in a vegetable roll. So before, you know, when I go into a restaurant, what I like to do is I like to tell the person right away, hey, you know, just to let you know I'm vegan. And if they don't know what vegan is, if they don't speak the language, I pull out my vegan passport from Vegan Society. It's got, uh, you know, just in it, basically every language or every country that I'll probably ever go to. It's got, I am vegan. This is what I eat. This is what I don't eat. Uh, there's also pictures of what vegans eat and what vegans don't eat, and that's really helpful as well. So I like to tell people right away that you know I'm vegan, and I had forgotten. The one time I forgot recently, in recent memory, there was cheese in my vegetable roll. So you know I was also in I remember in Thailand and on Koh Phangan, and I saw these these uh, to tofu sticks, and I ordered them and tofu sticks, you know right? Yeah. Well, it turns out the tofu sticks have been soaked in fish broth. No. So, you really have to, you know, if you really want to be truly vegan uh, and you want to stay away from all animal products, you, you, you basically have to talk with any person you order food from ahead of time because you'll end up, you know, what will end up happening is you'll probably end up getting something or there'll be something in that dish that is not vegan, even though it seems like it would be vegan, of course. Maybe it's you just want to order broccoli. I just want broccoli. Well, that broccoli might have anything from uh, fish flakes on it to you name it. So yeah, that's my that's one tip that I definitely live by. Oh. Uh, I have many more tips to go into them, but uh, you, know, there's, uh, you can probably go with my interviews. I've done I've done you know some tips in those as well. Oh on yeah, YouTube. Assume nothing is such a great one. Uh, the one of the worst yeah. things would be have, assuming that everything's vegan. Oh, and then having cheese in it that that just hits you hard. Oh, yeah, hits you immediately. Oh, really, it, uh, yeah, and then and then what do you do? You, you send it back, and you think, you know, I just, you know, there was there was because there was dairy in there. Now that's probably going to go in the trash, so I just wasted dairy. Yeah. But I just, you know, I, I learned my lesson, and I won't. I'll try my best never to do that again. Yep. I had a similar situation at a restaurant recently where I ordered a black bean burger, and the black bean burger was soaked in um, eggs. It was soaked in eggs before it was cooked, and. You know, I said to the to the guy something about like it's really great to have a place that we can come that's vegan. And he's like, "Oh, uh, you know what you're eating is not vegan, right?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. So I had to. Have well, a, you know, veggie. Oh, go ahead. You had a what? Oh, I had to have a conversation with the manager. Unfortunately, that was like, you know, I'm so sorry, but can we send this back? And I'm like, "Oh, great. Now I'm gonna get a shoe burger. You know, somebody's gonna rub it on their shoe or spit in it. Hopefully, I hope not. But uh, anyways, you were you were saying. Yeah. Be careful, veggie burgers. You know. Oftentimes it'll say veggie burger and there'll be egg or dairy or something in it. Or get this, I ordered the Impossible Burger, uh, which is that new burger that uh, has the heme iron in it. It, 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 it. It's quite tasty. Oh right. But I ordered it at a restaurant that's not vegan, the Impossible Burger, and I said, I said, you know, I'm vegan. I was clear, but they said, oh, oh, yeah, we're we're one of the only restaurants in LA to serve the Impossible Burger, but our buns are not vegan. No way. Oh, Holy I cow. I serve a vegan, the preeminent vegan burger, and serve it on a bun that's not vegan. Right. So what they ended up doing is they ended up putting it on lettuce for me. I had a lettuce bun. Okay. And uh, so, you know, even there, you'd think if you're ordering the Impossible Burger, you would think 
it would be vegan oh, at a restaurant. No? Oh my goodness, no. I can't believe Not it. Not only that, their sauces, they only had one sauce that was vegan too. So if I had just said, yes, I will have the impossible vegan burger, they would have said great. They would have brought it out and it would not have been vegan. Oh, 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 oh. can't believe The burger it. would have been, but the condiments would not have been necessarily, and the bun definitely would not have been. Of course, of course. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, um, let, let, let's talk about that. Um, that, that, that the way to, you know, we, we've got What the Health that has just come out on Netflix. And What the Health yeah. is very popular. Everybody's loving it. And I think that's great. It's like the second coming of um, Forks Over Knives, you know. Uh, yeah. which was a huge motivating force for me to, you know, start learning more about this vegan diet and vegan lifestyle. But how do we continue to be more inclusive and how do we continue to be welcoming without being intimidating um, for people that might be listening that are vegan that just, they get so upset when they, you know, either hear about someone eating vegan or they get upset about people asking them for the millionth time, like, where do you get your protein? How do we continue to be good stewards of the vegan lifestyle and this movement and and not make people feel bad uh, or or attack people when they might ask a question that you know to us seems like something we hear all the time but for them might not be yes one of the keys to this uh to this movement for me is knowing that i was not always vegan and i remember you know you know people eating certain things and me being disgusted by it remember a liver i found absolutely disgusting um it's it's it, when speaking to people, it's I think it's absolutely necessary to realize that perhaps they haven't come to that point. They may never come to that point. But what I eat is not what you have to eat. However, if you ask me a question, you know, where do you get your protein? What is veganism? Why are you vegan? I'm certainly going to let them know, and I'm going to be as you know, I'm going to be open and honest about it. And a lot of it is your tonality. Um, when I speak to people, I don't say, you know, you should be doing this. I just say, I do this because, you know, I'm vegan because of these reasons. And this is what I've learned. And here are some resources that might be able to help you to get there. Mm. And that's worked. I mean, I, you know, there's quite a few people I know that have, that have become vegan as a result of, of my telling them these things. And I certainly, you had mentioned, uh, you know, one time when we talked to uh, Dr. Gregor, uh, and nutritionfacts.org. I love that site, and I use that as a reference, and I refer people to that site regularly. Um, you know, it's 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 really important. I also refer them to Happy Cow to, uh, so so that people can more easily find veg options in their neighborhood and when they travel, so that it's not difficult like it used to be for me. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the way you word things and the way you come across. Well, um, you a couple of years ago you went on a world tour, right? And um, yes. that world tour Actually, last year I did. Oh, it was oh incredible. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I'd love to know one of your one of your favorite takeaways from that world tour. Sure, you know I, I've been traveling quite a bit the last few years, um, been all over the place. Um, some of the takeaways, well, one of my greatest takeaways was Berlin and and Warsaw. Um, maybe three or four years ago, I think it was four years ago, I went to Berlin, and Berlin at that time was exploding in terms of vegan options. And by the way, I wrote an article uh, a couple of weeks ago, on, or not even a couple of weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, on the top vegan cities in the world. So if you put in top vegan cities in Google, uh, or just go on Happy Cow and put top vegan cities in the world, you can see you know, what I wrote. But my, my takeaways were Warsaw and, and Berlin. 
Berlin was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, Warsaw came on a little bit later. I remember in 2014, uh, we I made a reservation uh, for Eric and I to go to Warsaw because so many vegan restaurants were being added to our Warsaw Happy Cow pages. There were 11 wow. vegan restaurants in October of 2014. By the time we went in May, there were 20 vegan restaurants in Warsaw. When I thought of Warsaw over the years, I, maybe you did too, I thought of Polish sausages. <laughs> I had been to Eastern Europe a number of times before and I didn't think the food was exceptional. Right. Um, and I, I just felt like, oh man, you know, this is gonna be this is gonna be a rough one. So Eric and I somewhat reluctantly, we figured, yeah, they may be adding vegan restaurants. Maybe the vegan restaurants aren't very good. And also I had been speaking with people or chatting with people online in, in Warsaw and they said, Oh Ken, don't expect much. You're from LA, you're a world traveler, food's not gonna be very good in Warsaw, you know, based on what you know. And so we went to Warsaw uh, May of twenty fifteen. And the food was amazing. I did a video called the, the Vegan Explosion, Warsaw Vegan Explosion. That's also on our YouTube channel. And the food was just incredible. Now, Warsaw has continued to grow in terms of vegan restaurants. Just to let you know, there are now 38 vegan restaurants in Warsaw. No way. Considered the, the fastest growing vegan uh, place in the world. Wow. In terms of the offerings. They have two vegan sushi restaurants that are about five minutes walk. And these are gourmet vegan sushi restaurants. You can check out the pictures that I took on Happy Cow. It's called, one of them's Edamame, the other one's Yomiko. They're phenomenal vegan sushi restaurants. And because the Zelati, their currency is valued the way it's valued, it's actually quite a bargain for Western, you know, not Westerners, but people from other countries that are on the dollar or the Euro to go to Warsaw and eat vegan food. And I don't know, Warsaw was just a tremendous experience for me. And by the way, there's 24 vegan restaurants within one square mile, not even. Oh my goodness. So you can walk to all of these vegan restaurants. They're reasonably priced. In the summertime, right now, go to Warsaw. You'll have a wonderful time as a vegan. Oh, Incredible. amazing. Well, I'll make sure to include that uh, Vegan Cities article and also the some of those pictures you mentioned in the show notes for yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Well, well yeah. so what's what's coming up next? What are you guys working on right now, and uh, how are things? Yes, okay, so um, Eric and I are going on a, we were invited to go on a vegan cruise, which I'm not a cruise guy, I don't usually go on cruises. <laughs> um, I, I'm not that maybe that excited about it, but because there's vegan food, and uh, I'm gonna be going on the vegan cruise, but one of the reasons I'm also going is I really wanna interview Dr. Gregor again, and he's going to be on that cruise. Yes. And uh, Juliana Hever's gonna be on the cruise. Love and, her. And several other notable uh, vegans are going to be on that cruise. Uh, that's in Norway, vegancruises.eu is that website. Hmm. And uh, let's see what else. I'm going to be going to London. I'll be in Copenhagen. I'll be in, going to Dublin VegFest. I'll be going to Toronto VegFest, uh, DC VegFest. This is all over the next three months, by the way. Oh, DC my goodness. Um, so, yeah, quite a bit of travel in the future. Uh, and then as far as Happy Cow goes, we're continuing to improve the app. We always welcome people's opinions of the app. We, we love to hear from you. Um, please upload your pictures. It's really helpful uh, to people like myself and yourself and other vegans and other people. Upload your reviews. Um, as far as we have a Happy Cow cookbook that has uh, recipes from top-rated vegan restaurants around the world. Um, we are continuing to improve our website as well. And yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. Uh, we have our social media, our YouTube channel, as I mentioned, our Facebook channel. Uh, Instagram, they're all Happy Cow Guide or Happy Cow. And uh, also our Happy Cow mascot's been touring uh, the, the country a bit. 
and I'll be at the, 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 the mascot will be at the Toronto Veg Fest. It will be at uh, an upcoming the vegan street fair in Los Angeles. Uh, so yeah, we're just doing a lot of, a lot of fun stuff. You don't to wear, help to promote veganism. Do you actually wear the happy cow, uh, mascot outfit, Ken? No comments. <laughs> that's okay. The happy cow is the happy cow. The happy cow is the happy cow, and that's what it is. Yes. I love it. That's correct. Well, folks, um, you know, one thing that we didn't mention, uh, Ken and I were talking before the show, and one of the things that I think is so awesome is that, you know, in this app, you know, there might be other apps that tell you where restaurants are or stuff like that, but this app is giving you the opinions and the feedback of other vegans and vegetarians. And that is what I find so invaluable about this app, Happy Cow. You've got to go download it now for whatever device you use. And uh, really, you know, Ken, there was, there was another thing you added to that that I was just like, oh, yes, hello. You know, um, what was that? What was that extra piece? It was, you know, the people are, are not only getting reviews from oh, oh, yeah. fellow vegans, but... Yeah, exactly. Okay, so... Uh, our competitors, you could call them competitors. We don't really see them as competitors. They're much larger than we are. Yeah. We're a small shop, you know. Um, but what we do, we do well. And each time someone like yourself uh, sends us a recommendation for a restaurant to be listed, a human being actually looks at that restaurant, looks at the Facebook page, and determines whether it should be on Happy Cow and where it should be on Happy Cow. So. That's really important because if you go to you know other sites, they're automated. So if you put in vegan restaurants, you're going to get restaurants that aren't vegan. And as you mentioned, the reviews aren't going to be necessarily by someone who's vegan. That is really helpful. You know, there are so many restaurants out there that maybe I, I ate at this one restaurant in Virginia. It was a salt, oil, sugar-free restaurant. Hmm. Totally, it was vegan. I totally appreciated it. But I could see someone who's maybe not as health-minded and someone who is a mediator going there and giving it a terrible review. It's bland. It's all vegetables. Now, a vegan will probably or hopefully appreciate that more and give it a different type of review than you would see on other sites. So right. that's really useful, especially when you have your app. You want to find a place to eat where you are or when you're traveling. You don't want to go through all that nonsense. You just want to go to the best vegan restaurant for your needs. Incredible, incredible. Well, we'll make sure to include the website, all the social followings in the show notes. And Ken, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you so much, Corey. Have a wonderful day. Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online over at leangreendad.com. There you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. In fact, our Pinterest channel is blowing up lately. We're, we're having some good recipes. I think I finally got in the groove with that. So go check us out, leangreendad.com. Uh, we've even got a free three-part grocery shopping series. I encourage you to sign up for that as well. It's it's just super, it was fun to shoot and uh, hopefully it's a great resource for you to have, you know, some good brands that uh, we can trust with our families. Until next time, my friends, this is Corey saying keep going that extra mile for your family. We'll see you next week.